And we're back for Sunday Q&A. Me and Vince the Bear. Let's get him a better spot. I thought he's Vince the Bear and then just muscling in front of him. Everybody look at me. I'm Starbuckshire. Uh, yeah, something I forgot to mention yesterday, which in my world is a minute ago. I'm like a time lord. What time is? Doesn't work. Um, yes, I would say a, big, a bit of a shout out to um, Hermie Jaw who I saw coming out of my new regular punters. he come out, you know, he's sitting there going, and we might, he went, ah, you're the guy. Uh, nice to meet you too, my friend. Uh, to the, the to the big truck driver, who I met over at Source in Camberley, who I, like I said, am I blocking you in, mate? I've gone in to get this planet off. He's, no, no, you're not blocking me in. And then he jumps out of the van, and um, he's coming up to me with his phone in his hand. And I thought he was going to ask me for directions or something like that, because I still haven't got my head around this. And he goes, this is you. And I went, yes, this is me. <laughs> Please don't hit me. <laughs> and then he went, can I have a selfie? I'm nice. You know, of course you can, my friend. Of course you can. <laughs> yeah, nice to meet you too. And the other guy who I met um, in Wales on Friday morning, um, who I'm blessing him, I said, are you on this show? I did chill a quick now. Okay, okay, I should catch people's names, give him a shout out. Um, and he was, he, had, he, he was picking up a job. I'd actually dropped him in Wales. I dropped him in Wales at eight o'clock in the morning. I got up at four, dropped at eight. I was so lucky. Then another one pings up because you know you're not always in Cardiff. You're not always, you know, not always. Ten minutes around the corner, going to Sid Cup. It was a long wheelbase job, but it was 187 miles. I give him 150 quid. She said, "How far are you away?" I said, "I don't know." Cardiff can't be that big, can it? I mean, I had an hour to get it, and I'm thinking, well, I can get halfway across London in rush hour in an hour. Um, I dropped it off. I said, "I'll let you know as soon as I dropped." I dropped it off. I stuck it in the sat nav. Four miles, ten minutes. Four miles, ten minutes. I mean, I'm right on top of it. She, yeah, lovely. Thanks very much. Uh, yeah, I said, will you join us? You said, you, I said, you've been doing it long. He said, I joined just before the lockdown. I went, oh, bless you. I said, how are you getting on? He went, okay. He wasn't like, wait, it's fantastic. Or he wasn't like, oh, my God, what have I done? He was like, okay. So, mate, I hope things improve for you. I hope it improves for everybody if this thing ever, ever, ever decides to uh, dissipate. Right, what we got? So, right. This is Dolly's Dilemma, and it's all about poaching. Because poaching is a big no-no on the CX. You go in to represent a company. You can't drop your card. If you turn up for Bob's for Bob's careers, you are, as far as everything goes, Bob's careers. But there was a few questions. Like, what happens if you've gone in? I'll tell you what the best thing to do. Watch the video. Um, right, so this is your response. And I did put it out there, and this is not my opinion. I am just the big mouth. This is what you guys had to say on the subject. So, Donny, I hope this helps, mate. Lee Westcott says, It depends if the shipper is loyal to you. I feel like, I don't feel like I'm doing like an acne hardly. Um, if you do a good job, and then the shipper reposts it, you know, rather than ringing you going, you did that job for me yesterday, just sticks it straight on CX, then that kind of indicates to you that he's much more loyal to getting the best price or getting the cheapest than for you. I mean, an argument can be made. He might be doing the best he can for his customer, but I would say chances are he would charge his customer what the job is worth regardless of the price he pays for it. So the question then is, if the, if the shipper isn't that loyal to you, how loyal do you, how, what kind of loyalty do you feel towards the shipper? Like I say, not my opinion. Just your opinion. Godzilla says, he says, as far as he's concerned, it's a free market economy. If the customer is so fickle to pass it on to the cheapest company, he says, and that's not how companies grow big, by standing on other companies. An argument can be made that um, if you have got a good driver and he's in the area, 
why would you then go and try and find another driver? Wouldn't it be better to keep... And also, shippers, um, customers like to see the same guy. If you turn up all the time and they know, oh, here's Brian, yeah, do you want a cup of tea, Brian? And they have a little crack on. There's a lot to be said for that. So, um, yeah, but again, it comes down to the individual firms. Um, the thing is with the CX, of course, if you do start dropping your card at places, you do risk a ban. And you're paying money for this. You know, I think it's about six hundred, it's about hundred pound a month. If you've only, and also once you're banned, you can't go. Oh, well, six months is up. I'll jump back on again. It's like this could be. You go like, well, well, this is my bread and butter. Is it actually worth taking a chance and then getting thrown off and thinking I, I can't do any work now? I can't get no backloads now because of that one thing I, I went to do. Um, again, not my opinion. This is just what other people say. Reality. The reality is, if a driver starts... I might have made me smile, actually. It says, the reality is, if a driver rocks up and starts waving around Vista prints, then the chances are you don't want him anyway. You want to protect your own interests, obviously. And, um, yeah, I mean, he's not the kind of guy you're going to want on the books, is he, really? Um, Alba Pira said, as for time frame, uh, Godzilla says, maybe six months. If you haven't done it in a firm in, in six months, maybe that would be acceptable. Um... He says, I'm sorry, I don't know if I've actually missed, missed, missed your name off this one. He says, it doesn't do cards. He says, I did it once. And he said, the problem is when you get a job booked. And it's like, well, I've got to be back at 2 o'clock to pick up three pallets. But he said, that kills the top of your day. Well, that's not what you want to do when you're getting cards. That's nailing your foot to the floor. What you want to do is, again, not to the people that send you through to the CX, but someone else turns around and says, um, oh, yeah, three pallets for £35 a day. We'll just come back on that one in a minute. Um... Yeah, he said, what you, yeah, if you want, the idea is to try to get your end user customers. And then they're not people that just want to book you for free pallets on a Friday. People that want to book you every day and first thing every day. And then hopefully more of you. That's kind of the people that you're after here. But you can't get them off the back of other people. They're the kind of people that you've got to get through. Well, we'll come down to how you get your own end user customer. I did one on how to get end user customers. I'll stick a thing. Um, Bob King says, you've got two problems here. Every time you work for someone, you know, someone sends you in, you basically blacklist yourself from the firm that you're going into. This is true. But then having said that, there's an awful lot of firms out there and there's a very good chance that you would never have got the job going into any of them. So better to do one job for one firm in the area than never do a job for one firm in the area. Um, and, and again, the CX, if they did, he says, he said, oh, yeah, again, I'm not so sure about this, Bob. It, it, the CX is arbitrary. If, if you do something wrong and they decide they don't like you, they can ban you. It's not quite as straightforward as that. I mean, there is an appeals process. There is a diligence. I mean, like I said, we, we said, we, on the, we, we sent a driver in and he, we, I'm 100% sure that he actually put a card in when he wasn't supposed to. But we told the CX about it and they said, well, look, You've got to show us the card. You've got to show us the flyer. And when it went in, they won't just go, okay, fine, we'll, we'll swing him off. Although I think in our case, it was pretty obvious of what the guy had done. But they're not, you know, they're not, they, they will, you, you, they, they will weigh it up. There is like a, a judicial process that goes in within them, I believe. Fortunately, I don't tend to need, to need to use it that much. Um, Smart Bomb says, loyalty is shallow. And again, he has made me smile as well. He said, when we were running a firm, he said, everybody wants three things. They want the best quality, the best service, and the cheapest price. Pick two. You only get two. It's kind of like a triangle. They did that, didn't they? You get best service at the top. You get best, was it best service, best quality here, and cheapest price here. And every time you move within the triangle, 
If you move this point over here, you move further away from the other two points. So theoretically, if you're going to put your point anywhere, you put it there. Bang in the middle. That way you get equally the best service, the best quality, and the cheapest price. You don't get more or you go, do you know what? I just want the best service and the best quality. Put it there. Don't care about the price. Oh, I don't care. I don't care about it. Because as long as it gets there, just give me the cheapest one. Put it in the corner. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's that kind of thing. Again, I used to get it out of the market where everybody wants everything for nothing. And then they want it even cheaper for nothing. And the end, they went, I'm not playing this game anymore. So again, someone else can do it. I'm not doing it. Um, Sam Clark says, now this is sensible. And I've done this about end customers. Drop leaflets off at your local estates. Take a day out or take an afternoon off. Or if you're in an estate, um, yeah, if you can't get any jobs, go around local trading estates. Put your cards through. Put your, put your flyers through there. Try and get your end user customers that way. Try and get their names and numbers. Ring them. Um, and also, if you're doing a drop and you've got time, say you're dropping off to unit number four on a trading estate, there is nothing stopping you putting cards through. One, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You can't do four because you're representing the company you're going in for. But there's nothing stopping you touting your business to the people next door. That's nothing to do with anybody else by you. Um, Gold member says, maybe you can't do it straight away. But if you happen to be passing after a year and you've got a flyer in, maybe stick it in. Um, and finally on this one, a T King Scott says, what if the company you're delivering to ask for your details? Now this one I do know the answer to. If they ask for your details, you, t you give them the details that you're delivering for. So if you're delivering for Bob's Couriers, you go, we're Bob's Couriers. You can't say it's you. That's pretty black and white. And then what you do when you drive out, you ring Bob's Couriers and you go, right, I've just done a job. And they've asked me for my details. I have given them your details. If they ring up and they say they want that same job tomorrow, please ring me. Because they expect And then you might get a regular job. You're getting it through the firm that sent you in. But the firm that sent you in is getting regular money and you're getting a regular job around the corner. So everyone's a winner. Dolly, I hope that helped. That's everyone else's opinion. My opinion at the end of the day is I think you've got to listen to that little voice inside your head. And you you know if you know when to do it and when you're not, and it's kind of you know try and you know like I say if you're doing a if you're doing a trading estate, just doing the normal leaflet drop, and it's a year ago, and you come to a firm and you think oh I delivered here once ago once once a year ago, then maybe if you're doing a leaflet drop round an estate and you come to a firm you think oh, I was here last week, don't put it through the door, <laughs> you don't want the grief. Just my opinion. There we go. What a winner. Right, so that was that one. And now we're on to the miscellaneous. As always, right, miscellaneous questions this week. Um, Graham Alexander. He said, what year is my truck? My year is 62, so that's 2012. Um, Forza Euro 6. Right, yeah, it is a problem. I mean, I can't drive it into... I, I don't know how much it is to drive a truck into the LEZ. The U LEZ. I will look it up at some stage. But to be honest with you, I'm hoping not to have to go into you, Liz. To be honest with you, like I say, a lot of the time, I mean, I'm hoping, because what's going to be a problem, I mean, the, the, everything's got to be Euro 6 to go into you, Liz, unless you want to pay, pay the fee. And then soon, of course, it's going to be Euro 7, or 4 silver, or 4 gold, and it's going to have to be, like, ludicrous to get in there. I kind of think, I'm just going to leave that to the guys, the big guys with the big trucks. You know, it's going to start getting really expensive to live into the middle of London. What's the bigger problem with me is the Ellie's head. 
which in February is the big circle that's sort of in between like um, the North Circular and the 25, which is like Junction 2 and a motorway. And to drive my truck into that from February, it was supposed to be from October, but the lockdown put it back. From February next year, I have to pay to drive it in there. I'm going to cross that bridge when I come to it. I'll be honest with you, I'm going to see how many times I go in there, see how much it costs me to go in there. And if I have to, and trade is good, I'll upgrade the truck. If it's not good, or if um, I'm not actually going in there, I'll go, well, I ain't going in there. Which is, it's a, it really is a suck it and see job, that one, you know. Um, Scott Shield asked me, what is my name on the CX? We are called Vango Transport. Vango Transport, because it was, if you need a van, we got one here. Vincent Van Gogh, Van Gogh Transport. It's not a very good pun, but Van Gogh Transport. Hence the bear, called Vincent. There we go. Um, yeah, so there you go. That's my name. Uh, Bob Sargent, do you need a company card to unlock the taco and a driver's card for their records? As Joe Sargent, sorry. Um, as far as I understand it, you get your driver's card, which reads the tachograph, and then you have to download that into the driver's card reader and you've also got a company card and for my kind of thing he's got i think the idea being that all the driver's records have got to match up with the company record so the company card will tell you what the taco has done across the board and the driver and you can go well hang on a second there's a driver's card missing here in my case it's kind of a bit of a moot point because i've got the drive i'm the only person driving the truck but all will when when it all becomes clear i'll let you know in the meantime i've got to wait for my operators before i get my taco recalibrated once that's recalibrated i'll be out on the road and then you'll have a better idea uh bob keen on the bob keen show yeah i'll name in the truck margaret or vera after the you know the, the vera lynn oh, it doesn't look like a vera i'm not sure i've done um don't know so you want to jump in it i'll drive it first and he had a car named colin and, you know i think it's you know various different names because it's kind of a very Colin it's red and white yeah I kind of like that oh I mean retractable straps will come through but I haven't had a chance to um, and someone else will come to that ask me to do one about trapping things in the back of a van I have done one before um, but I'll do another one on straps as soon as I get around to it which hopefully will be sometime next week I haven't even taken the plastic off yet they didn't come till Friday and on Friday I was up at four I drove to Wales picked up in Wales drove to Sidcup then got to Sidcup then I had to drive back to base to Pitstone to pick up another pallet take that to Northampton and then back to Northampton to load ready for dropping in Gatwick at half past seven on Monday morning I think I was driving for about ten hours so that's kind of on my limit um yeah, and I didn't have time to do a video. Sorry. Oh, I don't have time to do a video. I think I might have done one about the ambulances. The one about, um, yeah, Donnie's. I think that went up Friday. Um, T. King Scott. There is, oh yeah, it's about, you know, like jobs getting sent through and when well, they should be sent through. There is a setting on the, on the desktop, whereas you can do that acceptance thing. You know, that, you know, it comes through and you can accept or decline a job. He said, will this solve the problem? It might solve the problem in some cases, but like I say, the time when we got negative feedback, they sent the job through, we declined it, and then the guy said, you can't decline this job. You've, you know, you've, you've bid on it. And we went, yeah, we bid on it. The guy's not available. And we still got feedback from it. We did that was coming back to that, um, the video we did last week. So, yes. Steve Campbell. Oh, he gave me the green light to use his slogan. 
you know, if if you want Van Gogh, Van Gogh transport, the art of the art of transportation. Might use that, mate. Thank you very much. Also solved the problem of moving his lawnmower. He used a Fiat Berlingo or something like that with ramps that went in the back. Yeah, I think he's, I think you've done the right call there. I think getting up and tail would have been a pain. Um, Terry Shute says, "Do you plan on getting the sign, the lorry sign written, lights, all that? Sign written? No. Sign written vans, bad idea on the exchange." You know, I'm quite happy with the plane motor at the moment. Lights and stuff, probably yes. I had one once. I had the first one, Shirley, the Ford Iveco. And um, every time I used to send it in for an inspection, I'd maybe get something a little bit done. You know, something a little bit trendy. And I started falling behind with my bills to me dad. Because I was getting, I was buying stock off my dad. He was a market trader. We went, oh, you know, he was still supplying me. And I kind of owed him a few quid. I kind of shouldn't. But um, I got a train horn feed. So, because it's on the air, and it? it went... So, um, anyway, one day I'm at the yard and my dad's there and I thought, should I do it? Because I do it, he's going to go, you owe me money. What are you doing? Why have you gone and done it? Anyway, I thought, I don't care. I'm going to go for it. I banged it. And he looked at me and he went, I've always wanted one of those. (laughs) I think he used to watch BJ and the Bear when he was a kid. That was about a guy in a truck who used to drive around with a monkey. God, I was. God, I'm showing you guys there. Anyone else remember that? I think it was called BJ in the bed. Um, what else we got going on here? Oh, Paul Wilkins says, get a pallet truck, Chog. I'm on my third one already. I think the problem with my pallet truck is my pallet truck's a bit heavy. It's because I give one away. This doesn't move. Mine still moves. But if you put the pallet truck on it, well, um, and also Bosa, if you, or, or DVSA as they're now known, if you've got the pallet truck on a pallet truck, Chog, and you pull over, they're going to go, nope. No, that's fine. It needs to be secured. So what I do now is I put the pallet truck on the pallet truck jock and then I've got a bit of rope and I just do a reef knot. Takes me two minutes. Job done. You know, so just just in case you get a tug. If you do everything as right as you best can, you've got a lot more chance of the guy going, okay, well, I can see you've tried to comply. Do that, do that, get out of my sight. Um, Gareth Fickerson, what would you quote on a seven and a half ton and 18 ton job? Don't have 18 tons. But I've been looking at the seven and a half tons. You're looking at a minimum for a job, 180, 200 pounds. Uh, you're looking at quoting two pound two fifty a mile, um, and you're looking at a day rate of five hundred quid with a mile cap, and cancellation of um, if they cancel more than twenty four hours before it, hundred quid. If they cancel the day, half money, two hundred fifty quid. There's more dough in the big vehicles. I'm really keen to get started. I could be making a terrible mistake, but we'll find out. Um, else we've got here. Mark Grindle. Is there much work out of Inverness and Aberdeen on the CX? If you're going to be anywhere in Scotland, you want to be in Aberdeen. That's where most of the work comes from, because obviously of the port. The thing you may find, however, is you're probably going to be more likely to be tramping. It's not going to be jetting around Scotland. You're more going to get like Aberdeen to Bristol, Aberdeen to Liverpool, maybe not Bristol, Aberdeen to Liverpool, Aberdeen to Hull, Aberdeen to London, and then you do the distance and then you keep overnight and get one coming back. Um, there isn't going to be an awful lot of local work. I don't know if that helps you. Uh, John Fennell. He's, he, oh, yeah, right, yeah, please. It's my mate John. I've, I've spoken to him a couple of times. Lovely fella. He's just starting up. He's um, He's on Amazon. He's in Belfast. 
And again, the CX isn't the greatest in Northern Ireland. He's in Belfast at the moment. He's doing the Amazon. He's doing him in. If anybody knows any courier firms out there in Northern Ireland, in the Belfast area, or anyone who's got jobs coming out of Belfast over to the mainland, the guy's good. He's, you know, I spoke to him. He's on the level. He's got a decent van. He'll tramp. He'll do the thing. If you could leave me some stuff in the notes, and I'll pass it on to him. I mean, like I say, you'd be quite happy to pick up in Belfast and come over to him. He's, he's thinking about coming over and then just sort of running around the country and maybe getting the odd job coming back but if anybody can help the guy it's a really nice guy so any any advice on jobs coming out of northern ireland or, or career jobs in northern ireland if you can leave it in the notes i'd really appreciate it because once again i've just oh, i don't want i'm just trying to help, help someone get on like you know so bless him the amazon's not but someone turned around who did he say it's on here somewhere uh yeah etta on argus fast track this is worst job in the world minimum wage mate trust me Argos wasn't bad in comparison to Parcel Force, and Parcel Force is a non-starter in comparison to um, the Amazon mob. And I'm not having a go at Amazon, like I say, people want stuff delivered free. They want it, it's, again, it's like, oh, I want the best quality, I want the best service, and I want it for the cheapest price. And that's kind of what Amazon does, but, you know, somewhere down the line, somebody pays them. Them guys, they work really, really hard. So, Harper Valentine said on the taillift thing, you know, because I did a video about fork trucks driving on taillifts. He said, why can't you just drop the taillift down to the floor and then flick it up? And then the fork truck can put, you know, so, it, and then the fork truck can put it in. The problem is the tails are too big. So when you flick it up, it sticks up over the bed of the van. With my, well, I did have a van once where you drop the taillift and the taillift neatly fitted underneath the bed of the van. And that wasn't a problem. That had fold out bits on the end. But for most van taillifts, if you drop the tailwheel flat down, it's sticking up. So you have got to put it flat on the floor. Um, Richard L. Oh, he's been using that Road Lords, and he says it's very good with bridges. It's oh, it's all right. I've been using it, and I want to like it. I really do. But once this week, it took me down a closed road, and then I got to the bottom of the closed road, and it actually showed on the on the um, the, the um the what do you call it the sat nav that the road was closed. But it took me down there anyway. And I did another one where it just decided to pack up halfway through. What I've been doing is I've been using Rays and Road Lords between the two. I'm still sticking with it. I just, I don't know. I maybe have to get a sat-nav. But um, I would like this one to work. And he did also say, oh, that was interesting. He said, you can report inaccuracies. I don't know how. If you're watching, give us a shout. Because I'd like to be able to do that, you know. When I found when I got through London and went, walked straight to what was actually quite well known, six foot six width restriction, it took me down there anyway. I'm like, you should have known about this one. So there we go. Uh, Bob Keane, can I do one on posting jobs? Bob, the truth of the matter is, I've only ever posted one job in my life. Gemma does all that. We had to do one this week where I had to pick up from one of our customers. And then I was going to store it at home, and he's going to collect it from home and deliver it Monday morning at the site because I suddenly got really busy on a Monday. And Gemma said, we'll talk you through it. And I went, like, like a five-year-old. Could you guys do it, please? Because um, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. I'll go and see myself as an office worker. I don't know if I'm ever going to be in the office. I don't know if I'm always going to be on the road. But, yeah, we'll see. Who knows? Um, Beb, ben Rowley. Any chance of how to do one on securing loads on your van? I'm doing one on power. I'm doing one, hopefully, on straps this week. Um, but there was one before on... You know, secure. I'll do my best. I'll, I'll, I'll try. I'll try and get something down for you that one. Yeah, if I can. But there was kind of one, kind of before. Um, toxic vaccines. 
how much do you pay for insurance and what does it cover? Oh, my insurance toxic is about £2,000 a year. The problem with this one, it's like turning around to me and saying, how much does it cost to buy a car? You can buy a car for 500 quid. You can buy a car for a million pound. It depends on what car it is, where it's parked, where, you know, and with the insurance, where it's parked, um, how many no claims you've got, have you got points on your license, is it going to be in a garage? There are just, and the different firms will give you, it's just an absolute all over the shop. I think you should, yeah, how old are you? I just can't, I can't give you a graph on it. It's everywhere. You just try and ring a few firms. We recommend BCD, um, but ring a few firms. If in fairness with the BCD, there is the one on, you know, give them a shout. Or you can get to my, if you go to my video, my, um, yeah, you go to the end screen. There's the thing that takes you to the, the website. There's loads of information on the website that might help you. But like I said, get a load of quotes. I can't guarantee they're going to be the cheapest. But they, the thing is about BCD, if they work with the Courier Exchange, so they know what you're talking about and they're kind of switching into it. That's the only thing. Um... L.U. Jordan, can you take six pallets in a Luton if you've got the right fork truck driver? And up until recently, I would have said no. Until I picked up a job the other day, and it was cardboard on the pallets. Got the first five in, no problem. And then, he said, we because uh, the woman rang me up, and she said, you're cutting aside. I said, look, I'm rigid, but I'll, I'll take it if they'll have me. I said, the thing is, it's, it's getting that six pallet in. It's getting it through the door. Um... And she said, well, don't worry. What we'll do is put the first five on. You might have to break the six pallet down, handball it, and then we get the other side, rewrap it. You know, take the pallet with you. I've got, so I've got a drink wrap. I can break the pallet down. I can handball it. And then we'll get to the other side, put the pallet down, put the handball back on, rewrap it round, six pallets. Just by magic. Magic. Um, as it turned out, the guy turned me and said, I reckon we get it in. We got the five, one, two, three, four, next to each other. Fifth one up against the left wall. And the sixth one. And what he did was he went in high. So if he'd have tried to push it in flat, it would have hit the bottom pallet. But because the cardboard was inside the pallet, he had space to get it in. And then he kind of moved it down and lowered it down. So it is possible if you've got the right fork truck driver. So there you go. Uh, and also it depends on the it depends on the clearance of the back of your van, how, how wide it is. You might have barn doors. If you've got barn doors rather than the shutter, then you're laughing straight in. Um, Paul Wilkins on Dodge That Bullet. He said, did you do the video on that day or the day before? Because he said, I think I just miss you. It was the day before. I, you know, I kind of, I, sometimes they go out of order now and um, I record them and I bang them at you know, because I don't always have time to do them. But yes, mate, it would have been lovely to meet you. God almighty, the amount of comments you'd have done, well, I think we never left with them just out there chatting, weren't we? Uh, Andy, real Andy, real slim Andy says, uh, what is the going rate for um, short wheelbase, uh, short wheelbase and waiting time? There is a video on it. Um, I would say on a short wheelbase, you're looking at, at the moment, probably around 70, you might get 75p a mile, minimum on a job, around about 40, 45 quid maybe. At the moment, there's not an awful lot of difference between your short wheelbase van and your long wheelbase van in prices. Long wheelbases seem to be getting really squeezed at the moment. Um, and um, you, obviously your fuel economy is a lot better. So you're probably not in a bad van there. Even even small vans. Alan got and again it's you know, you can try if you're the right man in the right place at the right time. He was coming back last week, he got eighty P a mile on a small van coming back from Huddersfield. I mean that's normally you'd be looking at sixty five sixty five P a mile, maybe less. So we, you know, get what you can. Bid them get what you can. Um and Junior Centro says does the Road Warrior app work offline? Did one on Road Warrior. Very good if you're doing a multi-drop. And if you do less than eight multi-drops, it's free. Don't know. Never used it offline. What I would say, download it. It's free. 
and then go offline and see if it works. So there we go. And the final word goes to the Bob King Show. Who on the ambulance video turn around and says, your nose isn't that big, but your ears are massive. Don't turn around too quick. You'll take that ambulance out. Yeah, I think in another life I could have been Martin Clemens. And also he turned around and he says, um, he was kind of like use the force, Luke. But it wasn't use the force. It wasn't, it wasn't Darth Vader who quoted it. It was Ben Kenobi, I think. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Anyway, that's it. Tiny Q&A is usually split into two. If you, you know, there was one yesterday because it's just getting too long and the upload speeds, I'm going to have a word with Sky. But I'm going to whack that up now. Uh, I hope you're well. Hope it's going to be a good week next week. And I hope you have plenty of opportunity to take care, take money. I haven't you the course, in it? Got the Yeah, don't give up a day job. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.